Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. I'm Barry Strom, your host. God's given me a very unique gift. It's the ability to speak the words of spirits and I can generally communicate with both animals and humans. Now, we currently have over 465 videos on our YouTube channel, and we cover all aspects of the paranormal. There are even some audios up there where we speak with our cats. So anyway, our channel's in my name, Barry Strome. Good morning. I'm Connie Strome, your co-host. Last week, we interviewed Carl Jung, Sigmund Freud, and Timothy Leary, several of our most famous psychologists from the past. We had a rather interesting discussion concerning why academics turn away from believing in God. All of our shows are available in our Voice America archive, so please tell your friends about it. We think they might thank you for it. Okay, today is going to be something a bit different. We're going to speak to the souls of animals. Uh, Connie and I had very, very interesting interactions with animal souls in the past. And we're going to start by telling you a story about a couple of them. I have a website. It's called spiritspredict.com. And on that site, there's a page that says Bodhi is back. So you can go to spiritspredict.com and read the uh, details of the story about which we're about to tell you. So we will be taking calls in the final segment today. If you'd like to uh, speak to us, we may even be able to contact a pet of yours. First thing you need to understand is that just as you have a human soul family in heaven, you also have an animal soul family or animal soul energies that return to you multiple times in different forms. We're going to start today by telling you about our one of our pet cats, Bodacious, that we talked to on the other side. And talked her into returning to us. Okay, so the story starts about 30 years ago. We decided we wanted to get a Tonkinese cat. Uh, they're very similar to a Siamese. So Connie and I went to a cat show. And there was a breeder there that specialized in, in Tonks. We walked up, started talking to her. And amazingly, she told us that she had a, a cat, a male, didn't work out real well as a show cat, and she was simply trying to find a good a good home for him. And the cat's name was Bodacious. I was kind of fascinated when we went to meet the cat and to buy bring him home with us. When she held him up, he immediately reached out for me and snuggled up into my shoulder, which is very unusual for a cat the first time they meet someone. So anyway, we definitely took him and we had a wonderful relationship with him. Well, the time came around 2006 when we had to put Bodhi down. He was having kidney failure and it was, it was just time. Connie and I were both heartbroken by it and swore that we would never, ever go through this with another pet. Then around 2010, we were taught to use the channeling board to talk to the other side. It took several years of practice, but we began to use it to talk to spirits. And we also began to realize that we could talk to animal spirits. So time came. We had done channeling with other people to animals. 
And one night I thought, well, I wonder if I can speak with Bodhi on the other side. So I asked the guide if uh, it would be possible to talk to our cat Bodhi. And to my surprise, he answered. And the words were, hello, hello, hello. I thought you'd never ask for me. <laughs> so we continued to communicate with Bodhi. Barry asked him if he would return to us. We were living in a small apartment across the street from our antique gallery near Gettysburg, PA at the time. And he told us that he would not come back until we had a proper home. And that meant the proper home in Utah. <laughs> so that went on for a few years. Then finally, he agreed to return. I guess he felt sorry for us. He said he would return in 13 months. He said, I will be back as a black kitten and I will find you. And I want to be named Bodhi again. So let's for fast forward here in the story about 13 months. We were doing a channeling session at the store. And at that night, we were working with another medium. So I knew it was about the 13-month time Bodhi spoke. So I asked the guide, and I said, is Bodhi back? Well, the guide replies, is Bodhi the black kitten of which you speak? Our friend, the other medium, knew absolutely nothing about the, we were expecting our cat to reincarnate and come back to us. She knew absolutely nothing about Bodhi and asked what we were talking about. Well, we told her the story that he had planned to come back to us and he was due and that he was going to be a black kitten. Out of nowhere, she says, I think I just saw Bodhi this week. What? Anyway, her father was buried in a cemetery in Baltimore. Now, Baltimore is about 60, 70 miles from Gettysburg where we were. She was putting flowers on the grave, and the caretakers down there said that they had, they had kittens, and we should be interested in taking one of them. Well, our friend already had several pets, but she said, I'd like to see them. I'll take a look. So she goes over to, to the caretaker building, and they had this big porch, and the cats were living under this porch. So this little black kitten comes out from under the porch, and stares at her and got her attention. She said, I think that was Bodhi. And this was within one week of when he said he would find us. So the next day we drove to Baltimore to pick him up. We had wet food. We had a carrier. We had toys. We were very excited to get him back. When we arrived, this beautiful black kitten with bright green eyes came out from under the porch, stared directly at me, and then went back under the porch and would not come back out, not even for the wet food. So, but while he was under the deck, this adorable little uh, golden tabby came out and tried to get us to take him instead. He just kept sitting there saying, how can you possibly turn me down? I'm so irresistible. Anyway, after an hour and a half of trying to lure them out from under the deck, we wanted to let the ladies go home to work there. So we went back to Baltimore. We had to leave without our Bodie. So anyway, we're riding up the road and both of us kind of look at each other and say, you know, I think that I think that Bodie wants us to take the second cat that she wants a litter mate. So got on the phone next morning, first thing, called down to Baltimore, told the caretakers that we'd take both, both the black kitten and the little tabby cat. 
drove down, pulled up to the cemetery where the where they were living under the porch. <clears throat> we got out, walked over to the porch. Bodie, the little black kitten, comes out. The tabby comes out with him. We picked him up, and we were out of there in 10 minutes. Bodie just simply wanted company. Now, we didn't totally understand everything that was going on, but at least we had our two cats. And Bodie did exactly what he said he would do. He returned in 13 months as a black kitten, found us in Gettysburg, 60 miles away from where he was born in Baltimore. And we had our two guys, and we were back in the pet business again. So a couple of weeks later, we were channeling, and we asked the guide if we had any prior life relationships with the golden-colored tabby that we named Leo. The guide replied that Leo was the reincarnated soul that was our oldest daughter's golden retriever that had passed five years earlier. We have two members of our animal soul family with us today. As time passed, I had the feeling that Bodhi and I had been together in earlier lifetimes because of the way he came to me the very first time he saw me, the first Bodhi. Uh, when I asked the question during the channeling session, the guide spelled out Starlight on the board. Starlight was the name of a pony that I had when I was a child. This is the third time the soul of Bodhi has reincarnated with me in the lifetime as Connie. Now, we've had other experiences. Obviously, Bodhi, the story of Bodhi is the most amazing one we had. <sighs> one night, we were in our apartment channeling, and Leo was sitting up on the counter watching what we were doing. And it was in kind of in the beginning of what we were doing, and the spirit of... Mary, the mother of Jesus, came in for us because she had a message. I talked to her, got her message, and when she left, Leo stood up out of the box. Now, the whole time this was taking place, I could see these two little eyes and two little ears <laughs> watching what I was doing. But Leo stands up, and I realized that he wanted to have a message for us. So I said, Leo, what, uh, you know, what, what do you have to say? And his message was, I cannot believe I just saw Mary. Now, I know that pets can look into the other dimension and see spirits. But how did that little cat recognize the spirit of the mother of Jesus? Absolutely unbelievable that this little cat would give us a message like that we had another instance we were working with another medium very talented and she had a daughter and this daughter was absolutely incredible her psychic abilities were just off the chart and we were using the channeling board at the time and she asked me do you think that I could speak to some of my pets? I said, well, I, you never know. A pet can answer or not. We'll take a chance. So she gives me the name of this animal. So I asked the guide. I said, can we can we speak to, I'm, I forget what the name is now. We'll just say Sam. So anyway, the guide 
says, yes, here she is. And I translate the message. And this animal comes in and says, I'm sorry I had to go, but I love you very much. I said, okay. So I asked the girl, I said, uh, who was that? And she said, oh, that was my pet hamster. I'm going, oh, my God, I just talked to a hamster. So anyway, she gives me another name. And this animal comes in. And the message is, I love you too, and I'm very sorry. So I, I asked the young girl, I said, well, what, uh, who is it and why is it sorry? And she goes, oh, that's my pet dog, and he killed the hamster. The dog had just come in and apologized for killing the hamster. So we've done a lot of this in the past. We used to take phone calls when we were doing some radio, other radio shows. And we can speak to our own animals, obviously. So it's, it's a crazy world. Now, keep in mind, we're going to take some phone calls in the third segment tonight. And if you have some questions or would like to maybe try to speak to one of your past animals, We'll take a shot at it. There's absolutely no guarantees because we never, ever know what's going to take place. So anyway, let's, uh, let's talk a bit with our guide, Laura. We've got a bunch of questions made up about animals. So I think that if we ask some of these questions that you may, may learn an awful lot about it. So Connie. Let's uh, ask our guide, Laura, first question. Yes. Laura, thank you for joining us with this. I mean, you're joining with us all the time, but helping us with the show today. Uh, will you please explain the concepts of an animal soul family? Yes. It's actually very similar to human souls. You have a human soul family in heaven. These are souls that have life together through the through the ages they have associated with each other. They do many things together. Well, there's also a group of animal souls that have lifed with these human souls. They will remain as part of your history in heaven. I guess that's the best way to describe it. So when a human decides to come back, they, she has the opportunity to ask some of these animal souls whether they wish to join us. And this is what happens. In your case, you've seen that the animal soul that you refer to as bodacious has chosen to live with Connie three different reincarnations in this lifetime of Connie's. All of you have animals in a soul family. That is why sometimes when you have a pet, it has the characteristics of an animal that lived with you in previous years. That's because that animal has chosen to come back again and has chosen to live another lifetime with you. It'll have, it may be an entirely different animal, in the case of the male cat, Leo, that you currently have, in its prior life, 
it was a dog, and in this life it has chosen to return as a cat. It is a very, very difficult concept sometimes for people to understand. But you can rest assured that if you have a pet, and if you love that pet and cherished it, when you decide to return, well, when it is your time to return, that pet will be awaiting for you on the other side as well. It's, it's part of God's plan to help provide happiness in your life. Sometimes animals can choose not to come back if you abuse that animal in, in, your, in that life, then it has a choice not to come back and return. Obviously, Connie was very good to Bodhi through its previous lifetimes and decided to come to her for three different reincarnations in this lifetime. Laura, does every animal have a soul? Basically, yes. Now, there are certain lower levels of animals that do not, but animals generally have a soul. These souls return to heaven upon passing. Those souls have the choice to reincarnate, and it is very possible that they can make their own decisions when on the other side. Okay, let's take a small break here. Uh, when we come back, we have a bunch more questions. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. 
Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in with us. Today, we are speaking about animal souls. We are asking questions of our spirit guide, Laura, and she is giving us information about just what takes place with animals in this world and how they're treated in heaven. So, Connie? Let's continue with some questions of Laura. Hey, Laura, what's the lowest form of animal that has a soul? For instance, does a mouse have a soul? That is a, that is a difficult question. Some lower forms, such as mice, do not have souls that reincarnate. They have an energy. They live their lives. And... They reproduce. Certain animals definitely do not have reincarnatable souls. A mouse would be a good example of that. However, you gave the example earlier of a hamster. That is a higher life form. That is a more evolved animal form. So, a hamster does have a soul. So it's difficult to really define where that break is. For instance, when you kill a bug, that bug does not have a reincarnatable soul. It has an energy. It has, it has a life, but it is not a life that reincarnates. It's simply a life energy that continues to to live. It is just simply not an energy that would have enough intelligence to reincarnate in the future. So when animals pass, do they go to the same heaven as humans? Absolutely. Animals and higher levels of animals and humans are on the same path upon passing. There is only one heaven. Animals that have raised their intelligent levels to a point that they can have relationships with humans they go to the same heaven as humans go to. They are given the opportunity to return with the humans that they've associated with in their last lives. They're given the opportunity to join soul families. For instance, an animal may be progressing and has not created 
a continuing relationship with a human during their incarnate lives. An animal can make a decision while in heaven to join a soul family and to return and to make a relationship with a human soul. Now also keep in mind that there's something different that animals can do. They can step in and replace a soul in an animal body. That does affect the life plan of the animal whose soul was replaced, but it is possible that an animal soul could return and replace the soul of another animal. Sometimes this happens in instances where the humans are suffering great grief over the passing of their pet. A stray animal, for instance, could be, found, could be replaced by that pet's soul, and that stray could become part of the incarnate life that that human is living. So there are many, many very complicated things that take place in a human life. Yeah, I remember Bodhi, when we asked her, at that point we thought he was a him, to come back. He said he was not going to take over another body, that he would come back as a kitten. Interesting. So what is the difference between the human soul energy and the animal soul energy? Human soul energies are a different type of energy. The human soul energy has lived thousands of lifetimes throughout the ages. That soul has advanced. That soul energy is part of the spark of God. That soul energy is sent back for different reasons than an animal soul energy is asked to return. Throughout the ages, man has had to rely on animals. They have relied on animals to perform functions, to perform work, and to provide food for humans. An animal soul energy is not as progressed as a human energy. Animal soul energies were created by God to function in ways separate from the ways human energies are sent back to perform. There has to be a whole gamut of energies to allow for evolution. The early human energies had to have a food source, a source of protein. So animals were traditionally hunted through the years. An animal energy progresses 
in the world of animal spirits. Human energies progress in the world of human spirits. I guess that is the best way I can describe it. Okay. Do animals have life plans like humans? They do not have the clearly life defined life plans like humans. They will have a life plan in which we help assist them. For instance, Bodhi had a plan where he was going to find the two of you. It was our responsibility to make sure that the events that surrounded Bodhi's birth would lead her to the two of you. So in that sense, there was a life plan. Now that the two pets are with, are with you, their plan is not defined because they will follow you through your life plan. They will live their term and they will pass and return to heaven just the same as you, the two of you will pass and return to heaven. So in one respect, Bodhi did definitely have a life plan because he had to be brought to the two of you. But now his life plan is associated with yours. Animals are basically set into a life framework. They do not rely on the life plan like a human would. How is it possible for an animal to reincarnate and then find a human soul? Like Bodhi reincarnated in Baltimore, Maryland, and we were in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. How did you put that together? Well, how do we put together complex life plans for humans? We can arrange circumstances. We can arrange that soulmates find each other. We can arrange that pets can find humans. Once you return over here, you will understand how we can handle the complexities of life, both for animals and humans. It would be impossible for me to sit here and explain all of the abilities that we have from this side. I know you did an amazing job getting Barry and I together like we were supposed to be because we were born in two different towns. You got us together. Can animals see spirit presence better than a human? Absolutely. Animals have the ability to see into the infrared spectrum. It is similar to being in another dimension. The spirits are all around you. They're in a dimension that you cannot be seen, but they do emit infrared energies. 
pets can definitely look into that other dimension or spectrum. They have the ability to see spirits. They have the ability to see orbs. They have the ability to see other animals in that spectrum that have passed. It is possible that animals can actually have interactions with spirits on the other side. For instance, children can tell their mothers that they are playing with with a pet. That is an instance where a young human has the ability to see into that spectrum as well. Do animal souls progress in heaven like human souls? Yes, actually they do. As a human soul progresses in heaven, the animal soul can follow them. It is possible that as the human progresses in the realms, that that animal chooses to stay with them and progress in the realms as well. That is why when the human passes, it can be reunited with the individual who provided a life for it until the animal had to pass. Keep in mind that animals in general have shorter lifespans than humans. This is because human lives (coughs) often change and that that animals want to reassess how they choose to live their lives as well. When an animal passes, are they assisted in their passing like human souls are? Like angels will come to humans? Generally, if a human soul is on the other side, that soul will be there waiting for that animal to pass and will help them. That human that they have attached themselves to will be the one that assists them upon their passing. If a human is on this side, when the animal passes, then there will be assistance for it. It may be an angel. It may be another member of the soul fam- of the human soul family that assists them. But animals are definitely assisted at their time of passing. Do animals understand the words spoken by humans? Absolutely. There is no question that animals can understand words spoken by humans. Animals also have different abilities from humans. Animals often communicate telepathically. They will not be the dumb animals that you refer to them. Now, animals such as cats may choose to ignore you, 
that is something that takes place. Dogs have a personality type. Cats have a personality type. But there is no doubt that they have the ability to understand what they say. Let me interject something here. One time, <laughs> Bodie, I, I looked at Bodie, and I asked her to do something, and she totally ignored me. And she said, you do know that I understand every word you say, right? <laughs> and I said, you also choose to ignore words that I say, don't you? And she said, yes, I'm a cat. So they do understand. There's no questions about it. Yes, there is a saying, dogs have owners and cats have staff. And our cats definitely have staff at this house. Do animals see colors like humans? No. Generally, animals see black and white. But what animals can do is they can, they have basically night vision through the infrared that they see. That is why animals hunt at night. Humans no longer require the night vision that they used to have through evolution. They haven't required to be hunting at night. Primitive cultures have better night vision than humans, say, living in cities. But animals have all of the abilities they need to adapt to their circumstances. If an animal must protect themselves or hunt at night, they have the ability to do so because they have the abilities to look into that infrared spectrum and to see what is taking place around them. Okay, let's take another little break. And when we come back, I see that we've got some phone calls to speak with. So we'll be back in a moment. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. 
Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Okay, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I see that we have a caller on the line. So, Hacy, you're on the air. Hi, hi, Barry. Um, Casey from Tempe, how are you? Could not be better. We're here chatting about animals. How can we help you? And I love it. I love hearing about the infrared. Um, I, I have a kitty, Katie Kitty, that I lost a year and a half ago. And um, I, I know she failed very quickly, and her, her other pal we lost five years ago. And I'm just wondering if they're together or with my other two, one of whom raised Katie, because we miss them terribly. What's the name again of the animal that you'd like to speak with? Uh, Katie and Mallory. Just okay. hoping they're together. Okay, let's see. Thank uh, you. The guide is telling me that we are going to speak to KP. To Katie Kitty? Yes. She's saying, Hello, Tacey. I want to thank you for giving me such a wonderful life. I watch over here, and I see that Cutie is being her lovable self. There will be a time that I return to you in the future, but... I see that you are quite content. So thank you so much for asking to speak with me today. And Katie, I love you so much and miss you so much like Mallory. Have you found Mallory? Of course, we're together over here. You You need not worry about us. We are fine, oh. and there will be a time that we will be back. And I know I'll see you again someday, we'll, and it, hopefully you can find Blueberry and Highberry, too, and <laughs> can find all of you together with Fraser. We are, we are all together. Have no fear. Oh, I look forward to that day. Well, thank you, Katie, and all of our love, and Cutie's taking very good care of okay. Mommy, Thanks as you for know. Calling. Thanks for calling, Tacey. All right. Thank I, you. See, I see we have several more callers. So, Donna from Kansas, you're on the Hi, air. Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Um, Hi, I wanted to know about my dog, Bubba. He was a German Shepherd that I had adopted, and I never gotten over him. And sometimes I feel him around me. And I wanted to know if he's going to be there for me when it's my time. Okay. 
Donna, I am always with you. I loved you so much when I was with you that I cannot leave you. There will, there will be a time that I will return in the future. Know that I could not have had a better life. So just rest easy and know that we will definitely be together. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's all I want to know. Okay, Donna. Thank you for calling. Okay. Patty from Pennsylvania, you're next. Hi, Barry. Hi, Connie. How are you? We are. We're good. We're good. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. Stay good. Uh (laughs) So (laughs) when Laura was talking about um, animals being able to take over the soul of of another animal, especially if that animal is a stray, Mm-hmm. I was I was wondering, I had a black cat for 19 years, and her name was Kitty. And I lost her in December of 2010. And not even two weeks after I lost her, and I was heartbroken. She was like, you know, my sweetheart. My vet, the girls in my vet's office kept calling me about this cat, who was a stray that they found on the streets of Philadelphia. And she had come with two kittens her kittens passed away and she raised another batch of kittens that somebody brought in and they kept telling me that she needed to be with me and I kept saying no I can't have another cat my I want my kitty back and I don't want another cat well this went on for about I don't know six or seven weeks and I finally said fine I'll take her. If she pees anywhere else but the litter box, she's coming back. Well, that was 12 and a half years ago. <laughs> and I was just wondering if that was Kitty coming back to me or if I was just destined to have Pearl. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. I knew that I knew that you would, were going to be going through some difficult times. So I did, I did replace another animal and my guides did arrange that I could return to you. Wow. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing That's, world, Patty. Absolutely. Amazing. I know. It absolutely is. It is. And I'm happy to be part of this amazing world that, uh, you make possible, you and Connie. So thank you once again. Okay. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. All right. You take care. Bye. Oh, you too. Okay. Jason from Maine. I see you're on hold. You're next. Yes. Hi. How are you? Hi, Connie. We're hi. great. Um, well, the reason I call, I, I listen to all your programs, but I've lost two cats the past uh, within the past few months, and I'm wondering if you're able to maybe have a contact with them. Okay. Uh, I need a name. One one is Simon, and the other one is Sneaker. Okay. Simon, I am so sorry that I had to leave, but know that I had an incredible life. You, you made 
our you made our lives so wonderful do not lose faith know that we are still very near to you did you hear me running through the house last night i think that you might have heard my footsteps so just know it's possible yes amazing just know that we will still be with you just know that we still we still love you and uh listen for our footsteps oh wonderful uh will you be coming back soon (laughs) we will we will return but it will be several years until we do so feel free feel free to choose another pet we will get along with it when we return okay wonderful thank you thank you very much okay you Jason, so thank you so much yeah okay. take care bye mm-hmm. you too okay gary from california you're on the air Gary, um, are you? Nice, nice to talk to you guys. Um, I we our daughter, our oldest daughter had a uh, a dog named Autumn, and um, uh, which who passed a few years back, and and I didn't realize at the time how close I was to the dog, um, but when she passed, I just I miss her and I think about it all the time, and I was just wondering. You know, I, feel, I feel a little bit guilty that I didn't didn't make her life a little bit better or you know, provide for her better with it being my daughter's dog. I left it, you know, mostly up to my daughter, but, um, and just, I, I feel like someday when I pass, all I want to do is just, just, um, spend my days with her, just hiking in the mountains. And I, I honestly would rather be with her than any, with the dog than any of my relatives that have passed. And I was just calling to see, you know, how she's doing and, uh, you know, how, how her life was on this planet when she was with us. Gary, I had a wonderful life. Do you remember when you were growing up that you had a, a dog to which you were very close? I, I do remember a dog named Pete. You were a wonderful companion in those days. I returned to your daughter, but I assured that I stayed close to you. Wow. Rest assured that you will see me again in the future. Watch. Watch for a stray that shows up at your doorstep in about a year. Okay. I, I will see you then. Okay. All right? Great. Thank you so much, Barry. You guys have okay. a good day. And thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. 
One more caller we have time for, Bill from Phoenix. Morning, Barry. Good morning, Connie. Hope you're well. Good morning. Good morning. We're doing quite well. Thank you. How can I help you? Andy. I was uh, wondering if you could contact my dog, Princey. She passed almost a year ago. Kind of tragic. I just want to know how she was doing. Hello, Bill. I hated leaving, but as you know, there was no choice. I am doing quite well, and I am still spending as much time with you as possible. Listen. Listen for me to scratch at the door. That will be me. Just know that all is well and that I have been with you before. So I will I will return. There will be a time. Watch for a black cat in the future. So thank you. I love you and goodbye. Okay. Thank you, Barry. Okay, Bill. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. We are out of time. We have to do this one again. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I'm kind of out of breath myself after that. Very emotional to do this stuff. All right, Connie. Hey, next week, the 4th of July, so we will be rebroadcasting our show dedicated to Archangels. So please tell your friends about our show next week. I think they'll thank you for it. Okay. Um, as I say, I'm trying to catch up myself here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank all of you for joining us on the Voice America Radio Network. This is a, this is very emotional for me when I do it as well. So, sorry, I'm a little bit uh, out of speed. But anyway, please give us a thumbs up. Tell your friends about our show. If you'd like to see more of our channelings, we got 460 videos covering all aspects of the afterlife on our YouTube channel. It's in my name, Barry Strong. So thank you very much. Uh, we will do animals again. Uh, we thank you all the callers. Please join us Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Variety Network. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the Voice America Variety Channel at 9 a.m. Pacific Time.